Hey, this is Chandra Farvek and welcome to the weekly ramble. The weekly, it's the weekly ramble. Uh, it is Monday. What is the day today? The 24th of July. Yo, what a day, man. It's been long. Woke up with a hangover. Um, we had a good show last night. Um, the bioscope was absolutely fantastic. It was fantastic. It was like rice boiling. It was fantastic. No, the show was really fantastic. The numbers were low. Uh, but I mean, if you were there two months ago, um, a lot of people came through. We had sold out shows a month ago almost every goddamn night um, at Mill Park 44 Stanley. And this couple of two shows, Sunday shows, have been quite weak. I don't know what's going on. I think South Africans just don't have money. Oh, they don't give a fuck about you, Chandra. I think that's I think that's the letter. They don't... <laughs> I don't think they give a fuck about me, man. Ah, but we are. We are doing the things. How are you? How are you doing? Are you fine? Are you coping? This weekend has been absolutely amazing. Uh, had some nice sets. I had some nice sets this weekend. Uh, it started off uh, Thursday night. Uh, did a corporate for this other bloody. What can I think about them? Um, the forensic, the forensic department. It is anti-corruption and forensic criminal cases. It's, I think it's like the IFCP. Or something like that. I don't even think those acronyms makes like the ac acronyms uh, correlate to the words that I just said. But all I know, it was just a Thursday. It started Thursday night. It was absolutely amazing. I had so much fun um, at that gig. It was it was so nice. There's a thing about corporates uh, when you do them. Uh, people just they take. I feel like they expect too much from comedians. Especially comedians that they know. You know that a comedian fucked up. Like really fucked up. When you do a meet. Because what they do is when you do these corporate events. For like these companies or whatever you're doing. And then they have like a meeting. A little meeting. Before they'll do this little meeting. Let's have a meeting. Before we decide if we want to go forth with this. Let's just see if he can pronounce his words properly. And we had a meeting and you know when they say, when they say those shit like no talk about, don't talk about race. Don't talk about politics because we've got members of the Hawks and we've got members of the ANC and parliament in the audience. Please do not talk about the president stuffing money in his couch because clearly we didn't crack the case. <laughs> we also had no idea the president was stuffing money in his mattress. His mattress, that's a fucking wild story. But yeah, I did the gig, got there. It was absolutely lovely. I thought I was going to perform in this beautiful venue that they set up. They actually had the chairs set up like they were judges. And it was kind of like a... I felt like it was like a dick swinging contest. Who's got the biggest dick? I got the biggest dick right here, son. I've caught so many things with forensic. Because there was a lot of forensic uh, accountants. Uh, meaning like those motherfuckers, when they catch you and you steal some money, here, yeah, 
they will catch you. Unless you're the president. And, <laughs> and then you can get away with it. <laughs> so it started off Thursday. It was, was very brilliantly. Um, I had such a fun time there. Just doing some crowd work basically. Because yeah, you know as comedians. we Once you tell us you can't talk about race and politics. That's all we want to talk about. <laughs> I think my first joke when I said was like. Hey what's your name sir? I just met someone in the audience. Like, what's your name sir? And then I was like, hey, my name is uh, Francois, and I am an accountant, a forensic accountant, sir. I'm a forensic accountant, and I do the forensics with my accounting skills. And I, I, I looked at him, I'm like, God damn it, sir, what jokes do you say to a forensic accountant? I don't fucking know. And I just looked at him and said, sir, hopefully you can teach me how to get away because I bet you they know exactly how to get away with stealing a bunch of money and hiding it. Does that thing even work, that offshore accounts? Hey, I don't even know if those things work. They're offshore accounts where you can basically just go and put your money offshore. But then you are... So I don't even know how that shit works, eh? But that's why they are there. And yeah, man, had a fun time. We had a fun time there just talking to them, uh, teasing the chairpersons. And the chair leaders and whatever they were there, and they had, they had like four women. I know it was like they had like two women uh, on the podium, right? And just a bunch of old ass dudes, lawyers and advocates and judges and fucking just two women, two women, two, two, only two women on the whole council. Come on, man. I think like, especially when it comes to forensic science, I feel like women are just more thorough. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But I feel like women are just more thorough. You know what I'm saying? Like they spot. Like, hmm, what is this? Is that dinner for two? <laughs> On your bank statement? I know how to divide. It's like, oh, you went to Spur. You went to Spur. And your bill was 270 rand. 270 rand was your bill, Chandra. 270, I know for a fact you can't eat that much. Damn, motherfucking, that's three people. That is three. <laughs> that is three people. You took three people out for dinner? I just feel like a woman would be better at forensic science. Because, you know, like, they, they can scope shit, man. After that, went to a gig, uh, open mic night, run by Khabane. Can I just say, Khabane is, like, one of the new acts, and, like, he's, he's really dope. It's really dope and like dope from young like i just i watch him and i'm just like so jealous because <laughs> i sucked when i started stand-up i didn't know what i was doing bro i didn't know what i was doing man it was just, just so tough just you know i remember like my fucking first jokes i ever told were horrible like i'll puke if i hear them now it was like absolutely puking but it was a good, it was a good, I did a good set also there, told some couple of nice stories, the things is coming together, hopefully I can get a show, because uh, I'm working on a new show, and hopefully I can get the show out, and it can be amazing, uh, Saturday night went to this, uh, I went to a charity event, for, uh, I don't know if I can say their names, went to a charity event, and at the charity event, there was a lot of people there, 
Uh, they were there to support the children in need. When I arrived there, because I didn't even know, man. I didn't even know anything. I just arrived at the gig. Um, and then they were like, unfortunately, it's a charity gig. And no one is getting paid. And, you know, like, deep inside my heart, I was like, all right, this is for the children. And then I went on stage and complained about <laughs> no i didn't i didn't complain they were absolutely amazing there man that charity does amazing work and i'm happy i'm so happy just to do some stand-up for a good cause and i like nice clean jokes you know what i'm saying you know, you know what i'm saying just clean clean like a whistle oh that's saying clean like a clean like a bloody whistle man and then uh, Sunday night, which is the Bioscope night, which is a gig that I run um, at 44 Stanley. Low numbers, but it was absolutely fantastic. It was amazing. It was special. It was lacquer. It was so fucking lacquer. The people in the audience were dope. We had two guests. Nikolai! Uh, was is is he's an Italian? He came through with leather pants. I knew he was Italian, cause he had like brown leather pants, just like brown, like sh uh, uh, like the only way I can describe it is like shirt brown. He had shirt brown leather pants on, and he had this other top on, and he also had like purple hair. You know, I was like, if that's not an Italian, I do not know what the fuck Italians look like. <laughs> but he looked very nice he looked very 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 nice and he was there with his lovely girlfriend and his girlfriend was there and she is a musician and she's from germany and then i greeted her. i said good and talk good and talk good and talk and that's all i know that's all the german i know good and talk i mean what more do you need from a language and then we just switch back to english does everyone do that shit i think i feel like everyone does that shit just we just learn like the greeting of someone else's language a language that we don't understand whatever predispositions we had um we just <laughs> we learn the first words which is hello and then we don't give a fuck after that we don't care is it good and tug? And then we switch it back to English quickly. And that's the way we roll, man. That's the way we roll. Yeah, man. I don't know what else is going on, man. That's such a good, such a good weekend. Spending some time with the loved ones. You know how we spend the weekend with the loved ones. The loved ones. They don't appreciate us. But we're spending time with them. I'm joking. No, they appreciate us. They appreciate us. And it was lovely just spending time with them. And you know what I've learned this couple this past weekend? There's nothing you can do that would ever satisfy your woman. <laughs> Never get in trouble for that, man. No, man. It's just this weekend. I just figured out that, hey, fuck, bruh. We're always working on my shit, man. We're always working on me as a person, which sucks. I feel like it's just you just do everything wrong. It's all you do is just you just fucking do some wrong ass shit. That's all we do. All you do, Chandra, is just you just fuck shit up and you just you just you just wrong. Not doing this enough 
and you're not doing that enough. You don't pay attention to me, Sean, right? You're not doing this enough. You're not doing this enough. Like, I've got so much shit on my mind, man. I've got so much shit on my mind. So much going on in this country. I can't, I can't keep up. There's load shedding. There's, there's, there's bloody fucking everything happening at the same time. Oof. Who saw that explosion, bro? Oh, who heard that explosion? That explosion was wild. That was like the wildest thing I have ever seen. So if you don't know, in Johannesburg, South Africa, there's been an underground explosion. And we saw like fucking taxis fly in the air. But without them driving, because normally they just fly in the air by themselves. But... It's full fucking taxis fly. The fucking street exploded. Gas pipeline. Apparently, there's another company. which is I don't even like. Fuck. You know when you look at things and you like you don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but you look at it and you're like, mm, some fishy is going on here. Because as soon as the explosion happened, Igoli Gas. I mean, that was a quick press release. They released a press release on Twitter the very, very next day. Not even the next, I think like a couple of hours after the explosion. And they were like, mm, our pipes, gas pipes. So we call it gas is like a, a, a gas supplying company. I don't know, supplies natural gas to parts of Johannesburg. And when the thing exploded, they were the first people to release a statement that said, listen guys, those pipes, our pipes are fine. Our pipes are located on the sidewalk and people were like yo 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 my man what do you mean your pipes is located on the sidewalk and they said their pipes and people were like reporting they could smell gas and things and like there was yeah i think that's fucked up man and they said that they they didn't they did not they did not their pipes are fine and it must be other people's pipes. I don't know what other gas companies there are. And then there was an, ex ex a, uh, an investigation by the police. And they confirmed that yes, it was a gas explosion from pipes. Now is it Igoli or is it someone else? The plot thickens. And now we're just waiting. But hey, this is South Africa, bruh investigations take forever we're still trying to figure out who killed our Bafana Bafana captain or Orlando Pirates captain Senzo Moiwa I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly if I'm not we can just blame apartheid for keeping us separate for so long <laughs> yeah, I can't keep doing that <laughs> has been happening what else has been happening uh been chilling at home a lot man chilling at home a lot not going out not enjoying myself i wonder why i just feel like it's that phase it's winter in south africa so you know we're just kind of like chilling at home as much as you can um watching netflix oh that password sharing thing is getting on my nerves because now I had to get Netflix by myself. I had to start paying for Netflix. Oh man, it sucks being a grown up, bruh. It sucks so much. Because now 
my Netflix was still like with another person and then hey they sent a message to say hey you can't watch Netflix anymore you gotta pay for your own shit man and yeah I had to pay for my own net now I have to pay for my own Netflix been chilling watching Netflix been watching that Black Mirror yo those Black Mirror episodes are insane you those Black Mirror episodes are insane. Yeah, there's this other, there's this other one. I just don't remember the, the thing's name. But that Black Mirror episode, I think it fucked me up for a bit because I was watching this thing. I'm gonna explain it to you, right? I was watching this thing, and basically, it's about like two guys, and these two guys have been friends for a long time, and they went to college together, and what they used to do when they come back and they shared this apartment. And you know when you're young and you're in college and life is nice, life is great. You can have a couple of brewskis at night. Uh, you can get fucked. That's what you can get. You can literally get fucked when you're young. Okay, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-three. I'm actually. I'm. I'm not that old. I'm thirty-three. But when you are in your twenties, you can get fucked on a night. And the next day you spring up like a baby carrot. And you just get back on the horse and you can complete a full day and then go out that very same night and be fine. So these two guys and that's fucking crazy. Now when you're an old mother, yo, bro, in my 30s now, bro, I make sounds when I stand up and sit down. <laughs> not only that, not only that do you make sounds when you sit up and stand up. Not only bloody that. But when you... Bruh, it feels like a hangover lasts for a full two days. If I drink on a Friday, if I drink on a Friday, if I have too many beverages on a Friday, my whole weekend is fucked. I, I can't do shit Saturday. My whole life is on hold. My life is on hold on a Saturday. Your life is on hold. My life is on hold Saturday. I'm still recovering Sunday. It's a tragedy. Anyway, these two guys, college chilling having the time of their lives playing games at night and they used to play this fighting game right and they got this is like street fighters so they're playing this fighting game boxing each other and they just it's like a beautiful montage of them as the series start as the, as the like it's kind of like a, a hour thing a hour episode one episode of black murder and they're playing this thing and kicking the shit out of each other and just having fun like you know like brewskis and fast forward <clears throat> excuse me fast forward fast forward a couple of years and the one guy is married and the other guy is not really married but he's moving from girlfriend to girlfriend and can i just say like like the character they chose i can't remember this actor's name but he did a fucking amazing job and the other actor playing in the thing is falcon i don't know if you know it's not falcon what do you what is it? he's, he plays in the avenger movies fuck you know those actors that you know the name you know the face, but you can't just name the name. You know what I'm saying? It's like that guy that looks like Dave Chappelle. You know that actor that looks like Dave Chappelle? He's in every bloody movie, but you just you just can't. You just don't know who the hell he is. You just don't know who he is. She was. <clears throat> now, a few years pass, and Broski that's in Avengers is married, living his life, best life ever. Living his life to the top. Of his ability married if not but they portrayed as like a boring life so he's wearing his shirts 
and what they what they do is uh they kind of show that thing that married women do you know when married women make a new friend and then all of a sudden that husband that husband of the the new married friend that your wife just made that that husband of that woman now automatically becomes your friend how i don't have, i don't share shit and now they put you guys together in a room and then it's like oh, do you like yeah, yeah, bro. I like I like Marvel. Do you like Marvel? Yeah, I like Marvel, man. I like Marvel. Yeah, me, me too, man. And it's a fuck. It's an awkward thing. It's a bloody awkward thing to do. It's so awkward. God damn, it's so awkward. And he's basically living his life doing that shit. <clears throat> and the other guy who is now free, he's, he's, he's never got married. He's single. He's moving from girl to girl, hookups to hookups. I mean, this man is fit. He's looking good. He's looking sexy. He's got the beard going. Uh, got everything just shiny, nice. Slinging that dick. Uh, <laughs> slinging that dick on these hoes. I'm joking. On these beautiful, attractive one night stands and he's doing the things with him and uh one day he goes to his married friend uh and gives him a gift right shows up at his house gives him a gift and you know they kind of like rekindle it's like yo bro how you been doing hey man married life you know married life man you know i'm, I'm happy man i'm happy just trying to convince i'm happy man i'm happy i'm not saying that marriage makes you unhappy but I'm just, no i'm happy man i'm happy man mundane my life is mundane it's nice. It's just the way they portrayed it. And it gives him some kind of game. And this fucking is like futuristic shit. So you put like this thing to your fucking frontal cortex. I don't know what the fuck. Frontal lobe. You literally put it on the side of your head. And once you put it there, you 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 you, you basically submerge into the bloody fucking game. So while you're playing the game, you are inside the game. And it feels like you are inside. The, it feels real. People can punch you in the face and you feel it while you're sitting on the couch because you kind of go like into the state stasis mode. I think it's like stasis. Go into the stasis mode where you put the thing on your head and you just kind of like fall back and you're like literally your mind is inside of the game. And one night they're there playing and he puts on the game and they go inside the game. Him and his friend, his friend is by his house and he's at his house. And he literally goes into the fucking game. And when he goes into the game, he chooses a female character. And he chooses a male character. By the way, while I'm watching this, my whole family is sitting in the lounge. And we're watching this shit together. <clears throat> and the weirdest shit happens in the game. They start fighting and they're feeling, oh man, these shots are real, man. Feel my breasts. Oh man, these breasts feel real. And then other guys are like, yo, and... Dude, they're fighting, they're fighting, and eventually they start kissing. And when they start kissing, you, 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 you. my father-in-law looks at me and says, "Yep, they gay." <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, I was like, no. First of all, I don't think they're gay. I think that they are inside of a game. I mean, if you playing Grand Theft Auto. And by some means that you can choose to be a prostitute and to make money in the game because you want to make money in the game. That's the object of Grand Theft Auto. You want to make money in the game. And if I choose a, a prostitute as my character and I, I got to suck dick and like give hand jobs and like do all these things for money as players come, does that make me gay? I don't think so, bro. I'm playing a game. <laughs> 
and they are literally fucking each other in the game. And my father was like, big game. That's some gay shit. And I was like, uncle, uncle. I was like, dad, come on, man. They're not gay. I don't think they're gay. I just think, I just think that they're playing. There's a game, bro. And then they kissed each other and it made the whole shit awkward. Because now, I mean, ah, bro. You fucked your best friend in a game. It's not real, dog. Not real. And I, I switched it off. I didn't watch it finish. Switched it off and switched on that Arnold. I watched that Arnold documentary. I still can't bloody do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. My name is Arnold. My name is Arnold. You see, colored people, I don't think we can do Arnold. My name is Arnold. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. My name is Arnold. There's a line in the in the document. It's an absolutely amazing documentary. If you have a chance, oh, go watch that shit, bro. It's absolutely fantastic. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, there's something he says. There's a line he says. In, he's like, I get the image in my mind. And then I will my body. I'm like, yo. Arnold is a classic, bro. That's a classic of a thing. That go watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary. Very inspirational. That guy, like he knew he was gonna be famous, eh? He knew he was gonna be famous, bro. I knew I was going to be famous. <laughs> you see this weight? I make it my bitch. <laughs> what killed me about the documentary is that dude. This guy used to work out for like five, six hours a day. And then he found the time. After that five, six hours a day, he found the time. He found the time to still go to acting classes. And the motherfucker had a job, bruh. This was when he was still starting out. And he knew he was going to be famous. I know I'm going to be famous. I don't want to be. I want to be the lead. I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> Classic, bro. Arnold is just... Arnold is a fuck... Oh, bro, I love fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, bro. I love that guy. Yeah, so that's kind of been what I've been doing, chilling, watching Netflix. But that was dope. That was, it was just a dope-ass series, man. Oh, what's happening in the news? I feel like, oh, South Africa is just so much going on in our country. So much going on. I saw an article of a KZN man, bruh, was literally bumped, basically, like, they say, like, bumped, like, gestamped, like, someone fucking rode over him while he was doing the garden. A 50-year-old, a 55-year-old man was planting his plants outside in his Durban house. Yeah, so if you do get a chance, go out there and watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Bloody amazing. What else has been happening? Oh, the rugby has been absolutely fantastic. I can't wait for the URC to come back. Some more sport to watch. Uh, the Springboks. I mean... We looked, we looked hella good versus Australia. Eh? We haven't played Australia in a long ass time. And we look hella good against Australia. And in the following week, we lost against New Zealand, which was tough. It was very tough. That haka they did is so intense, man. 
Yeah, it's such an intense thing when you see that haka. I was, I've, 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 I've been lucky enough to see that haka live. Eh? Um, I took my my fiance once. We went to go watch the the rugby. Um, South Africa versus New Zealand in uh, Ellis Park. There was also by luck. Um, yeah, comedy will just fucking do amazing things for you. I had a gig that I did um, for like kind of like a sports. Uh, club a sports club scene type of thing where they basically invite companies and then take them on an excursion and the excursion includes watching a rugby game that they, i think they pay for during the year and then get like a full experience with like a buffet and drinks on the house and then entertainment which i was and i died on my ass John Robbie was there, dude, watching me die on my ass. I died so hard in front of my hero. I died so hard in front of John Robbie. John Robbie came to me. He's like, you know, I've once seen Trevor Noah do the same thing. And he was just terrible. He's terrible one time at a show that I've been at. But don't worry, young lad. Things will get better. <laughs> John Robbie. It did. Things got better, John Robbie. I just want to tell you that things got better. But yeah, the Springboks were up against New Zealand and they lost. And New Zealand outplayed us, bro. They was just they just bloody outplayed us. No matter what we did, they were just there. Defensively, they were better. Attackingly, they were just better. Can you say attackingly? Attackingly, they were superb. They were superb on attack. They were superb in defense. I mean, we scored a try, but it was like basically like a constellation, man. Um, they were really good, and we're going to have to just make a way, bruh. Make a way. But the thing that was the best about beating Australia is that we humbled. We humbled fucking Eddie Jones. We fucking humbled his fucking shiny fucking ginger ass fucking head. I was humbled because before the game, he was talking shit. He was talking all that shit. They were like, hey, are you are you, are you stressed, uh, Mr. Eddie Jones? Are you stressed about uh, the match in Pretoria? Huh? I, 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 do you have your guys in Zen? And he was like, hey, no, it's not about the Zen, hey? They've only got much Zen over there. They've got no much Zen. It's all about brandy and coke. And then we shoved that brandy and coke up his ass. We whooped Australia's asses. But you know what? The, we fucking whooped their asses. We whooped their asses that in the press conference, uh, someone said, uh, I don't know what he exactly said, but I'm just going to make this up because he would have just been better. So, hey, how's that brandy and coke there, Eddie Jones? And he was like, all right, Mike, don't be a smart ass, eh? Don't be a smart. And left, left his ass. That's what you get. I, You know, I, I almost said I hate, but hate is like a strong, it's like a strong word. I don't hate him. I just, he's just a bad sportsman. He's a fucking bad coach. He's actually a good coach, but he's just bad, man. He just hates South Africa. I don't know why he hates South Africa so much. He used to coach here, and he's fuck. I don't even know if he's ever beaten South Africa and uh, being a coach for, of another nation. Never. We whooped their asses in the World Cup. They fired him from the English squad. They fired him. Now he's, he's coaching those three. When is World Rugby going to look at Eddie Jones and be like, you are just a bitch. <laughs> you are just a bitch ass nigga. That's what you are. Just a bitch. 
fucking oh, I've never seen someone moan so much because like we now is it, like for, for, for many years this guy's just been talking shit about South Africa I mean the last time he talked shit about South Africa he told us that the way we play the game the way we play the game with our kicking and our malls and and, 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 and with our bomb squad just dominating at the breakdown this guy's like yeah they're gonna destroy rugby hey they're gonna destroy rugby rugby is supposed to be an exciting game and they're playing but no fuck but we don't care it is rugby there's rugby it's fucking rugby dog it's rugby it's tactics you play the game the way you can play the game because if we play the game any other way they beat us so we use our strengths the same way do you know how long it took for us to get used to that bloody fucking offload uh, that offload you know when new zealand started with that fucking offload and everyone fucking did that offload you know how difficult it was defending the offload we were whooped we got whooped so many times and we defended. We're like, oh, you know how we're going to keep this offload out their hands? We're going to make sure that they don't win the ball on the breakdown. No one wins the ball on the breakdown. No one's going to beat us at the breakdown. And we dominated that shit and we won a World Cup. We got three now. Three, Mr. Eddie Jones. Three. So I'm glad you got humbled. Uh, next week it's Argentina. And that's this week. So I'm definitely going to be... Oh, I'm gonna wake up early for that one. Uh, where is it gonna be? I think it's. Is it gonna be in Argentina? I I, I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea where the box are playing. I think it might be at home. Might be at home and might be in Argentina. I don't know. I think it's gonna be at home. I think so. I think it will be in in. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this championship goes. Uh, yeah, strong, 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 bloody lineups, and just love the box at the moment. Um, look, we had a bad game last week, but I think we will be fine. What else is happening in the world? Drikas, Drikas Duplessis, causing some heavy shit. I don't know. I don't have an opinion. I, I just, you know, you know what my opinion is of Drikas. Like I like Drikas. Drikas is a, is a South African burki. You know what I'm saying? Like I see in funny manner. I see in funny manner, and I love him. I really love him, but I just I'm not a fan of what he did. You know what I'm saying? Insinuating that he's the only African, and just not taking into account like all the other Africans that had to flee from their country because of war and because of colonization. They just fucking destroyed most of these countries. And dude, Francis Ngannou had fucking walked. Francis Ngannou walked. He walked from Cameroon to France. He fucking walked. You're telling that man that he's not a real African. That's my only gripe, bro. That's my only gripe. I love, I love Drikas, bro. Like, I love him. He's a South African. He makes me feel patriotic a little bit. Like, I, like, but you, oh, come on, dog. You can't do that, man. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't tell Africans that they're not real Africans. I mean, Arasanya's literally got a tattoo on his fucking chest says broken native. Because, it's, because they broke us. They broke us. And now Drikas is out here saying shit like, Okay, calm down, Chandra. You're getting deep on these people. Calm down. All right, shush it down, Chandra. Shush it down. Drikas is, is... I love him, but bro, chill the fuck out, man. 
I know you had to do something to get the hype behind you. But you could have did that with your fists, bro. And you can fight, dog. You can fight. Don't know what the story was, but that 2% through your nose. Bullshit. <laughs> you couldn't get enough oxygen. Hey, that's such a South African. No, I, I didn't. I didn't get enough oxygen through my nose. But now after the surgery, the cock can spot. <laughs> but that should be an amazing fight. I can't wait to see that. Uh, my prediction is I want Arasanya to whoop Drikas's ass and then Drikas should come back and then win the belt from him. But hey, Arasanya has been through a lot. Just the last fight that he's been through, taking down fucking oh my word, what a bloody, what a bloody battle. What a what a what a revenge. Just just the sweet revenge Arasanya got um after fighting <laughs> Pereira. Just that sweet ass revenge. Oh, that revenge was sweet, man. So yeah, man, I always love Izzy. Izzy is like one of my favorite fighters for for very long as time. Like I followed him in K1 boxing, kickboxing. Oh my word, yes. Dude, that's just the style being the dog. Just just the way his persona is and the way he's an entertainer, dog. He's a he's an entertainer. But I love Drikas as well. I mean, yo, Drikas went into an interview and said, like, yeah. He's like, Drikas, how do you hit so hard, man? Yeah, it's pop and flies, eh? Pop and flies and brandy, Oaks. Pop and flies and fucking brandy. Me and fucking Cheslin. What's that other guy's name? Uh Ches what's that, what's that other guy's name? Fucking I don't even know his name. Cheslin. Or oh, fucking whoever it is, that thin ass boy that is with the, which people say that Lighty can also whoop some ass. And I want them to make an impact uh, in the UFC, but just the way he did it is it's, it's wrong. Guys, no matter which way you look at that, it's just, it's just wrong for a white person. And I have to say, it's just wrong for a white person to say, I'm the real African in the UFC. That's some bullshit. And but it just comes with the entitlement. Comes with the entitlement, bruh. White people are just entitled, bruh. They're just, just fucking confidence, dog. I say this shit all the time on stage. Like these guys are just confident. Bruh, I got this gag where I'm like, it's my joke, so I think I can say it on here. Uh I got this joke where I'm like, yo, white people are so confident, like no matter what level in society they are, the confidence bloody remains you know what i'm saying the confidence is always there the confidence remains even when you find the lowest level of a white person like a homeless white person you find a homeless white person on the corner where all the other people of color are at the robot homeless begging and selling shit and doing flips at the robot doing tricks doing jumping jacks whatever it is to entertain these motherfuckers so they can get a piece of that money at the robot and at that same robot while all the other people of color are selling shit, doing all that shit, there's a white person there just with his hand out and just saying that, I am enough. Just put the money in my hand. Just put the money in my hand. I am enough. I am enough. I'm not doing these jumping jacks. And that's all it is, bro. They're just too, just overconfident, bro. Just so over bloody confident but yeah man uh my my prediction is definitely easy winning that one um he's probably gonna study a lot of tape watch Drikas. uh Drikas is gonna outpunch himself and adesanya is gonna block that shit and just it's, it's too it's too technical bruh 
Drikas is wild, dog. It's the same thing when I saw him fight Whitaker. It's like, it's wild, bro. It's wild. It's just fucking throwing and hoping it lands, bro. When Izzy's just out there, woo-wee! With their technical things, just, just straight in the face. And the bra has power. That guy has so much power. He got so much power in that first, bro. And it's like, people are like, no, it doesn't have power. Yo, go in there. There's fucking Pereira. Pereira was on the floor, dog. Two shots. The one fucking rocked his world. When the one rocked his world, it rocked him. And then he fell to the ground. That's just what it is, man. That's just what it is. In the news as well, Maya Khalifa, if you know who Maya Khalifa is, she's an adult uh, porn star. She has, I read an article where she was basically complaining about the adult industry using her like a toy. Duh! <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I don't know why. Because apparently she was posting some posts, some photos of herself, surprising her fans. And yeah, there's a lot of, lot of Indian guys very happy about those posters. <laughs> but she was complaining about uh she was complaining about uh, being used like a toy in the adult film world. i mean that's a that's a nasty business and i don't mean nasty in like uh the sex and the way they like to this this type of shit they do there is disgusting and we enjoy it uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it's, it's it's absolutely like it's like come on come on Maya what did you expect happens in that but I, I can see sometimes like I'll be watching porn and like I can see the look in the guy's face like he's not enjoying that it's just it's, it's work bruh it's one pump after the other pump I mean what you gonna do what are you gonna do when you have one pipe after the other pipe it's like you're just not gonna enjoy it. Some men try and enjoy it. Oh, right there, right there. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're trying to watch a fucking movie here, bro. Why? I don't know why I'm even talking about this. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. I should just stick to the sports. But this week is gonna be dope. Uh, got a few gigs lined up. Uh, Thursday. Actually, starting Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm in Santon. Uh, with the brother Laugh Affairs, we're going to be there telling some jokes. Uh, I don't even know when this episode is going to be launched. Uh, but this is the first episode. I know I've been talking like this is not the first episode ever. Uh, this is the first episode. And I promise I'm going to be more, you know, like more prepared. Because I feel like this was very unprepared and just talking and I might have paused. And, but it's, you know, first episode jitters. I mean... First episode, Jetters, we're just getting the Jetters out the way and kind of like moving forward nice and easy, easy going, easy, nice, and just, 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 just have fun with it, man. I'm just going to have fun with this podcast. It's called The Weekly Ramble because I'm just rambling about what the week and I'm going to prepare. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, through through the day, I want to talk about this and I want to talk about that and I want to talk about that, maybe go in more detail, but this was just literally for me to start 
Because if we know anything about starting shit, that, oh my word, starting shit is the hardest thing to do, bro. It is so hard just to start something. I had to force myself to do this. This podcast is coming on for fucking generations now. Fucking 20 years in the making. That's what this podcast is. And I can't believe my first one is just... But I needed to get it out. I needed to rub this one out. That's nothing sexual. I just needed to get this one out the bag and just let it go and then just that's the first one and then don't judge me on this one it's just my first one don't judge me on this one don't take this one too fucking hard anything i said please don't get offended oh you have to do that because everyone gets offended these days oh my word i can't believe you said that i'm a marginalized group i'm a marginalized group and i don't take kindly and, you know, it's not even a bad thing, bro. I think, not even a bad thing. Imagine, I just don't get offended. It's in spaces that you're not supposed to be offended. Like on Twitter. If someone says shit to you on Twitter, and that's like saying shit in real life. Twitter is saying shit in real life. But if you are at a comedy show, if you are at a comedy show, or you are listening to a podcast where someone is just talking shit, Nothing they say is real. They're just trying to get material for the next show. And I'm pointing at the person talking right now. They're just trying to get material. Trying to get uh, premises going. And just listening. And just talking shit for an hour. I mean, I like talking. And sometimes I talk and it don't make sense. But it, it is what it is, man. Just don't get offended at nonsense. God, they love your life to the fullest, man. Life is all about loving um, so just do the fucking thing, man. Fuck all the noise. Fuck, fuck the noise, bruh. Fuck the noise. But you know what? You like the noise. Because it's the only attention that you get. <laughs> but you can't cancel me. I got 120 followers. Who's fooling who? When you go to Santon, bro, you walk into Santon, yo, bro, Santon is so beautiful. You're like, am I still in Africa? That's how beautiful Santon is, bro. Santon is lovely. It's the most beautiful place. You just go there, just feel so poor as people with Porsches and Ferraris and red bottoms. And all of us can see those ain't real red bottoms, but it's fine. I mean, you in Santon, love your life, girl. Love your life, girl. Love your life, girl. God damn, kill it, girl. I'm saying, do your thing, girl. Do your thing, girl. So, Thursday, uh, Wednesday night in Santon. Thursday night, we in Bramfontein. At a place called Home Ground. Um, I'm with my homies, uh, Trevor Gumbi and Sia Seya. Uh, one of the goddamn best comedians in the country by far. Just absolutely amazing. Just top-notch jokes. His delivery is absolutely superb. But this is not America. This is South Africa. And, yeah, bro, you can be... You need to be amazing for 10 years. And then maybe you'll fucking blow up and be something. But CSA, what a fucking solid act, bro. What a solid... That man is solid. He's a solid act. Do you know what a solid act is? Just, oh, my word. Uh, yeah, we're in Bramfontein. Uh, we had a place called Home Ground, yes, where that Metropolis officer shot 
and killed a police officer, but they were in home clothes, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they weren't on duty. So there's a home dispute. I don't know what they were fighting about. A lot of allegations. Um, but one thing we know for sure from the video, uh, which is not an allegation, he shot dead guy. And the other guy wanted the police. I don't know which one was the metro and which one was the police. But the one guy wanted to shoot the other guy. And the other guy was like, oh, you want to shoot me while I get out the car? Well, I'm just going to shoot you while I'm in the car. Checkmate, bitch. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm laughing. Death. Which is ridiculous. And then he shot him. And then, yeah, now we're having a gig day. Now we're having a gig day. Uh, but we've been having a gig day. And it's Thursday night. And it's going to be fun. Because Trevor Kumbi, I mean, Trevor Kumbi is also just an amazing actor. OG. He's a fossil. OG. This guy. I hate it when people introduce you like that. Eh? Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the next guy is absolutely fantastic. He's going to get your belly. Your, your, your belly is going to hurt from all this laughter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. And you get up there and you die on your ass. And you bomb and you do the worst set ever. And people are like, God damn. Actually do that. I actually saw them do that once to uh, like a legend in the game. Right? To David Cowbra. Ladies and gentlemen, next up. He is a fossil in the game. <laughs> a fossil. You know, they killed me last night. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a dope week. And then Saturday is sun. I don't know what's happening Saturday. Friday, Saturday. One thing that I am very excited for is this gig that we're doing at the artistry uh, in association with the Goliaths, which we'll see. It's Women's Month in August. So in August, I'm doing a show where I'm going to have a device kind of like attached to my stomach. And if you know me, you know I have a little bit of a stomach. I've got a little bit of like a stomach. Eh? I've got a stomach. And I, I'm, we're going to have something like basically connected to our things in support of Women's Month. I don't know what else this agency does, but then this device is going to imitate or kind of like give you period pains or the exact same thing as and we have to do comedy we have to do a set like that with the period pains so i'm gonna see if i can do it and yeah i'm gonna see if i can do it if i can withstand period pains i'm like nah your bitch is complaining about nothing <laughs> i'm joking i don't know i'm loud mouth now i'm loud mouth now but I know, I know that shit probably hurts, bro, because I, I, I live with a lot of women. And I see the pain they go through, and it's, yo, bro, that's some hectic shit. That's some hectic pain, bro. Periods, like, I see it in their face. You know, like, when you're just walking, and then the girl just, yo, and you're like, yo, that looks sore as hell. That looks sore as hell. That means that... If, if period pain is that bad, that means that if you get your lady pregnant, it's like 12 months off. I don't know. When, it's like 12 months off of relief from pain. You know what I'm saying? So, thank your dick. Thank your dick for giving her 12 months off of that pain, but to receive other pain of birth. Ugh, okay, now that counteracts the other thing. So, damn ladies, you guys, you guys are the best, man. I don't think there's any way there's, there's any... I'm watching also there's a lot of like these TikToks where 
men are out. If you fuck, dude, have you seen like when when the conversation is against like turning turning us against each other? Because I feel like men and women are like the, the way everything. Maybe it's just my feed as well, but the way like we are portrayed is like there's a fight between us. You know what I'm saying, women want uh, the 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 normal man. With the normal things, and they must be a traditional man, but they don't want to be a traditional woman, and then they turn it around, and it's not even that, but our women just want a little bit of rights, some equal pay, uh, there some equal pay fights are ridiculous, others are valid, like if I'm an accountant and you're an accountant, come on bruh, this doesn't depend on any other fucking money, I'm supposed to get paid the same, but when it comes to sports, I mean, there's a, a very good discussion that can be had there because women kind of make more money than men because um, they get more of the pool of money that's made from these tournaments. And also the tournaments are, are men's subsidized tournaments, meaning that the men give up a portion of their money for the women's teams to have money or just to have the sport in general. But always... The, the the crux of the matter is that there's just not enough women watching sport and where women do watch sport women watch other shit like they watch fatal seduction that's what they watch they watch fatal seduction and then that's where all the money goes to all those horny motherfuckers all those sexy ass actors in fatal seduction that are there entertaining them and that's what women watch women don't watch soccer Women don't watch sports. They don't care for it. That's why Fatal Seduction, people are making their money. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what women want to watch. And women don't watch. So now you'll want the men to also watch the, the women's sport. Which is, fuck. We'll do it. I mean, we'll fucking do it. We'll fucking do it. But we can't do all. Because when the men's games are on, we're watching that. We're watching that. We can't do everything, guys. We can't. We need more women to watch and it doesn't take a lot. Just tune in, dog. You don't even have to watch. Just switch off your, your, your channel to that thing and just leave your fucking TV on. And then I swear to God, women are going to get that money. Because now there's a million, two million, three million people watching fucking Banyana Banyana. And or any fucking lady sports. There are two million people watching. Just switch your TV to that channel. And go to another room and watch TV from your phone. Or watch Netflix on your phone. And just support 90 minutes. That's all it is, 90 minutes to leave your TV on when women's sport is playing. You don't even have to fucking watch it. And then the ad revenue from that money is going to get all these women more money. And that's how we're going to fucking equalize this shit. But I'm tired of us fighting amongst each other. We're supposed to work together. That's why the penis fits into the vagina so perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> because we're supposed to work together. God knows what he was doing. It's a perfect design. That's that's flawless, dog. It's a flawless design. So yeah, let's I, I feel like we should just stop fighting and work together because we, we're the best, bruh. We're the best when we work together. And it includes everyone. And I just I really want everyone to just get along and all these fucking assholes to stop fucking upsetting the lgbtq plus community just leave them alone man let them live their lives the way they want to just leave them alone why are you being homophobic just let everyone just be themselves no one's stopping you from doing of loving your life no one is stopping you from loving your life but you want to have something to say 
or something to do. Ah, bruh, just fucking leave it. And I think all these problems are caused by parents. That's where the real fucking homophobia actually is. That's where it really is. The homophobia is 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 is, 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 is there where it really is. That's where the homophobia is. Sorry, I'm just opening for someone, yeah? But that's where the real homophobia comes from. Real homophobia comes from the parents. Because the parents is where they experience that homophobia. And then they are bloody fucking upset with the world. And that's where like a lot of gay, a lot of the LGBTQ plus community gets their pain from. It's parents. Parents fucking deliver that pain first. And then after they get that shock treatment, because I've, I've actually got a gay friend whose parents accepted him the minute he came out. His father was actually, nigga, we knew. <laughs> we knew a long time ago your ass was gay. We knew it a long time ago. And I love you. And I love you, Stuckin. And I will be with you forever because you're my baby. You're my son. You're still my son or whatever you want to be. And yeah, I love you for you. And then those guys come out. They fuck. Oh, they were amazing. Like he he came out he's he's like the like he doesn't get offended at shit because there's no hurt there's no trauma there's fucking no trauma with him because he was accepted for who he is he's accepted for who he is who he wants to be who he pursues himself whatever the fuck and that's the love and I think that's where the thing comes from it's the parents as parents we fuck up because you want your child to be whatever you want your child to be not knowing that you had your time you had your time you lived your life and now you fucked up your life because you were smoking duck you know I me mean? <laughs> you weren't smoking duck but you messed up your own life and now you want to live through your child bullshit my nigga that's that that's your child's life bruh let your child love his or her life or whatever they choose to be to the fullest of their of, of to the fullest that they want it's, it's their image the image that they want to be they get that they get the, everyone needs to have that Arnold Schwarzenegger I got the image in my mind I don't know why my Arnold just sounded like a colored guy you get the image in my mind and then I will my body so that is what you must do you must you must let them get the image of who they want to be in their mind and then they will will their bodies to do whatever they want to do so fucking just stop man stop it man the people be who they want to be. And then we can just move on. And then when we die. And everything that you believed in. Turns out to be bullshit. Or turns out to be the truth. Then you know. Then you know. Then you can, you can be like. Ah yeah yeah. But at least you didn't. Because that's the cost of freedom of speech. Yes you have freedom of speech. But when it comes at the cost of someone else's feelings. Or just by hurting someone else. It's not cool bro. Not cool at all. And last night I learned something amazing. Is being a man in 2023. It's not being a man in fucking 1976. Where you were the protector. Where you were the supplier. Where you were the, uh, you were Superman. And you had a wife at home. You know what I'm saying? And she was cooking for me. And I'm, I'm the man. And, and you must need learn to play your part. It's not the man you need to be today. The man you need to be today is still strong, but gentle. Kind, but mean. Innocent, but guilty. <laughs> Who knows what type of man you need to be. Just be a good person. Fuck being a man. Just be a good person. And yeah, man. I think I'm out, guys. This is the first one. Um, hope you enjoyed it. 
Um, There's a lot. I've got like cotton mouth. This is a lot for me. Uh, but I think I did it. I spoke for an hour. Uh, first one in the pig. So I'll check. I'll check in with you guys on Friday. I think I'll do another one Friday. Um, and just kind of like talk about what's been happening this week. See if I can get a lot of work done. Get back uh, to it. I was supposed to go to gym today. Didn't. Lazy ass motherfucker. But obviously we drank last night. We had a ball. We had a good time. Um, so maybe tomorrow back to the gym and yeah, let's work on this weight. Let's work on ourselves. Let's get out. Let's get back out there and kill it. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this bullshit. To this bullshit. Uh, that has been the weekly ramble. I've been Chandra van Vake. Cheers. And goodbye.